0: Do you fear the zombie uprising? Are you prepared to survive what's coming? If you listen very carefully, you might just make it out alive. This is Zompocalypse Now. Oh you no, know, Tim and I discussed this. There's no
1: way, absolutely no way that the you're ever going to take over, right. because they're going to be stuck using Google Maps to try and find us, mm-hmm. and all you got to do is, like, step off the road and into an empty lot, and they'll be like, there were humans, there were humans here, where are they now? Like, yep. I saw the human. they were
2: here, I had them on the thing. Not to mention the fact that you'll hear them coming from a mile away. Siri, where are the humans? <laughs> the humans are down the block. Yeah. You know, it's, well, it's take funny
0: you mentioned a left. that because I have that <laughs> friend finder app uh-huh. that Apple likes to throw on these things. Oh yeah! And so my mom always double checks where I am first before she calls, <laughs> and usually I am in the field you know, <laughs> down the street.
2: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. So the uh, the robot the apocalypse is is not really anything to worry about. Yeah. Um, it's it's it will come with a whimper, not a bang. <laughs> Uh, So, uh, this is Apocalypse Now, and I am Tim,
1: I'm Dustin, and I'm Mindy,
2: and we are currently watching Santa Clarita Diet, and enjoying it right now, laughing our damn (laughs) full heads off, oh god, we watched, tonight we watched um, Attention to Detail, which is the sixth episode, and Strange or Just Inconsiderate, (laughs) which is the seventh, and uh, we're going to have to wrap watch the last three episodes next week yes mm-hmm. to wrap this up in time for the returning shows and oh wow um I, I'm I'm very glad it's coming back for a second season because I'm laughing very hard at this one mm. I think it is it's
1: already been announced. yeah it yeah. has it has been
2: so that'll be fun uh so as we left off last time we had Loki uh was one of the the guy that that uh Dan sent Joel to kill mm-hmm. He's black him into killing him and it does not go necessarily well. Although we found that Loki is an extremely charming, oh yes, yeah, terrible delightful.
1: person. No, he's and not even—I would say—terrible. He's a gangster and he's a drug dealer. And you know what? Those are necessary. You need you need the shadow economy to have a, a normal economy. The, that's you have to have both sides of that coin. So I don't think Loki's even that bad of a dude. I just think that he just got caught up with more with the. the, the sheriff deputy Dye, he was
2: a bad dude <laughs> well we established definitely that dan is a bad dude this, ep- this episode uh, apparently uh sheila only has one pen with her company name and logo yeah. on it now in her i her have first, inter- her first... is
0: odd for a woman well
2: it not only that it's odd for a realtor yeah. it's
0: like
2: it's like they should be like an entire box of these things and it's just or like 10 boxes in the garage going you know how does it uh, how is it possible that there's only, they only have one pen? But apparently they lost the pen at Loki's house. And in the course of a a barbecue mm-hmm. where Dan and Joel... Best friends. Oh, yeah. Bonding. Ugh. Oh, they're tight. Uh, it's revealed <laughs> that she, can't, she lost her pen. And, of course, immediately, for some reason, they immediately assume that it's at Loki's place, which is, wow. considering their luck, actually, is a fairly safe assumption. But, um, so... Meanwhile, there's a problem developing between, between Joel and Sheila, and that is that Joel's having... Well, Joel's not feeling as though he's actually accomplishing much right. of this. His ego is taking a beating. His manhood is feeling a little bit put upon.
1: Well, I mean, when, when your wife needs human flesh to survive, and you're not being that good of a provider... Mm-hmm. You know, then it's hard to to say. Oh
2: yeah. Well, Joel just is not an inherently a killer, and so it's hard for him. And we talked about that last episode. But um, Dan decides tells Joel that he needs to kill another person. He's going to keep blackmailing Joel into being his killer. Right. And and
1: Sheila's actually
2: all for it. She's like, maybe we're looking at this wrong. Maybe
1: maybe Dan. Is working for us. Maybe he's like
2: our little truffle pig.
0: <laughs> you
2: know? <laughs> and Joel's like, that might be the nicest thing that anyone's ever said about Dan. But, <laughs> no. <laughs> and he, well, he goes, he basically tells Sheila he can't come along and do this. Right. And he can't she... do it anymore. Well,
1: they've already, like, at the barbecue, they each had, of co- course, like, conflicting conversations with neighbors where it's like, They go, they basically, one, they're both neighbors said, if you don't feel like doing, hanging out and doing the other person's hobby, that's fine. Just find something else you're good at. And so they were both given the advice to let, you know, to let them go
2: do their own thing. Mm -hmm. And so they're going to try that this week. And unfortunately for Joel, his own thing is kind of being told by Sheila Go find the pen. And he's like, Really? That's that's it? And she's like, Yeah,
0: try it. Out. Oh, and pick up toilet paper yeah. since there's <laughs> a Rite aid on your way right home. Well, you know.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, toilet is a necessity. Although, why you would go to the Rite Aid to get it when you can get it at Costco and get like I seriously have not bought bought toilet paper in a year.
0: Do zombies poop?
2: Um oh. well we have not actually <laughs> determined in the course... I, you know what? I think they have to, because I'm pretty sure that she would have said something on this show. Right. This would be a comment on this show, basically like, this is a terrible, terrible thing. I'm going to explode. Mm-hmm. Because this show would go with the exploding well, thing, and, 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 and I appreciate has, that very yeah.
1: <laughs> Like, the the zombie survival guide mm-hmm. uh, has that answers that question and says that although a zombie's peristalsis, which is which is the muscle contractions mm-hmm. that, that go from your sospice all the way down through your entire intestine to your colon to make you go to the bathroom. Uh, they don't have that any longer, but the pressure of things going in, like once they swallow, the meat stops right here. Well, then the next thing comes in and it pushes them down a little bit, pushes it down. So everything kind of gets pushed through, and so it's kind of a constant. Every time they eat, there's like a little, little... Stuff that comes out In, according to the zombie survival guide.
0: So, like when they make sausages. Yeah,
1: kind of. But again, that's how our peristalsis works, except it's an automatic body function.
0: That's so why after
1: you go to the, That's why after you eat a big meal, you kind of feel like you have to go to the bathroom about forty-five minutes later.
0: Chipotle.
1: Well, no, but it's not the same thing. <laughs> yeah, because it's it takes eleven to twenty-four hours to digest. That's why I, you know, it doesn't food doesn't go right through you. Like people say, it's all a big lie. Everything you know about your body is a lie, Mindy.
0: Well, I'm just now, well, yeah, true. But I'm feeling like with shows like this, because they don't see that, like watching 24, every show being an hour and they still haven't gone to the bathroom.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, that I can kind of understand because in times of extreme stress, like sometimes those body functions shut down. Like Jack Bauer might just have that, like the really great travel bladder.
2: He's just like, no. And thank you for listening to Zompocalypse Now's Your Body and You. <laughs> Tune in next week as we discuss. No. Um, no, we will not be doing dig- <laughs> <laughs> <Gun> uh, <maintenance. laughs> Oh so. Let's talk about gum We have two things happening here. We have we have Joel is going off to try and find the pen at Loki's apartment. Sheila is going off to confront The person that Dan wants them to kill. Who is, according to Dan, a sex trafficker. Right. And they're like, sex traffickers are bad. Let's kill the sex trafficker. That's fine. And Sheila has her brand new pink poncho. Mm -hmm. Very cute. It's Because why not? And um, she finds him in a parking garage. And, again, this show does this thing where they they stay very focused on something in the foreground. Mm -hmm. And in the background, you have something going on. And this particular bit (laughs) is (laughs) Sheila... Just zipping from <laughs> pillar to pillar in the background as the sex trafficker is
1: actually just like playing on his phone actually he's not a sex trafficker he is a uh, uh the pediatric ser or the
2: b thing she's a he is he's, he's a, a doctor a, what does things with kids yeah. and he's like a good person he's also having the person that her neighbor is having an affair with yes, yes. Which and is the more important part. Which is the more important part. Because, of course, she the neighbor steps out of the elevator at that point uh-huh. and completely ruins the plans <laughs> for Sheila has for killing this guy. It's how, Sheila,
1: what are you doing here? <laughs> Why are you wearing a bright pink poncho?
0: Watermelon eating contest. The mayor is going to be
1: there. For blindness. <laughs> yeah. They're...
0: They're trying to cure it. <laughs>
1: Oh God. And then the 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 orthopaedic sex haver is uh is uh gives her two hundred dollars. Like I can't I
2: don't have my checkbook right now, but you yeah, know. Yeah, it turns out not only is he not uh an uh, sex trafficker, he's Dan just knows that he's the guy that his wife's having an affair yeah. with and so yeah you know if we ever needed a reason to dislike dan even more yeah this is this would be it so meanwhile um (laughs) joel is over at
1: loki's place Mm -hmm. and he is looking for the pen and he picks up the coffee table and there's a snake under there large snake big snake
0: britney spears style yeah
1: it is probably the same snake actually more than likely (laughs) um and so he jumps on the couch just in time for the rest of Loki's crew to come in. <laughs> <laughs> they're all like, "You are just delightful people." They're like, "What are you doing on Loki's couch? You should know
2: that he does not allow shoes on the furniture." <laughs> <laughs> we we come in here and just find you here disrespecting the man's furniture. <laughs> like,
0: there's a snake though.
2: What'd you do to baby? It's <laughs> she's a rescue. A <laughs> oh boy it's like okay well I just wanna I just wanna go and they're like no and he's like you have to wait till till
1: somebody gets here yeah Marcus (laughs) Marcus Marcus, Marcus, Marcus gets here here. he'll tell us what to do with you
2: and so like he hangs out with them (laughs) (laughs) he's got he's got the one girl on the couch and he's like you know can I go she's like no and he's like can I just can I look at my phone my wife's off doing this thing and I'm worried and it's dangerous she's like Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. You love her. I'm on Molly. Can I touch your
1: head?
0: Can I lick your chest? <laughs> yeah. He's like, no. Can I rub your hair? Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
2: He's like, and she's like, oh. She goes, that's so sweet that you're, you're concerned about your wife. He goes, it's really dangerous thing she's doing, and she's like. You know, I wish my boyfriend. My boyfriend does the same thing. He wants to, won't, won't let me. You know, he will come along with me on these things. And he's, he's like, well, he should let you do that. Well, you, yeah, you should, you should do these things together. And then Marcus comes in and she stands up and
1: she's like, Joel says you should come with me when I'm out doing job. And you should put a ring on. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and
0: then
2: he goes, and you're a pussy. And, and <laughs> and Joel's like,
1: wait a minute, she I never said that. She's just using hyper and Joel's like, yeah,
2: she's hyperbolic as. it's like but if she says you're all right you can go really no No. and he clocks him but then joel it helps joel find the pen Mm because the pen's under the couch so it's a win all
0: the way around right
1: except that they take all his money and his car and his phone and
0: his clothes uh, clothes. and that's kind of funny yeah
2: (laughs) (laughs) you just just have to watch joel this episode things there's something that happens at the end of this episode which changes things but Joel in this episode has just this bemused quality, like my life is out of control, but you know what? There's some funny parts to this, mm-hmm. and i'm I'm finding the humor in it. it's you know my life has become an absurdity mm-hmm. uh but which is you know that happens to us occasionally,
1: oh yeah, where mm-hmm. you just have to look around and go, "Oh, this is this is happening, this happens now, this is what's <laughs> happening now i you know. You just have to accept it. And you just look at your life and you wonder why. Why you made the decisions that brought you here. But they're good decisions. You didn't make bad decisions. You just have to accept that sometimes you have to do things you don't necessarily want to do. Like fight a five year old for twenty-five <laughs> minutes to cut her toenails while she screams like you're trying to cut off your her legs. It's okay, Dustin,
2: you're a good dad. Oh, <sighs> oh we came over and the kids were being amazing.
1: <laughs> they the, the, the here's the here's what makes it bad. Here's what makes it bad. Yes. All they wanted to do today was love me. That's all. They wanted to know what I was doing. They wanted to hold my hand. They wanted to put their heads on my shoulder and talk in full voices into my ears. but it wasn't ang- like mad nah, they just wanted to be near me and know that I cared about them and literally all day I was just like arm's length please <laughs> yeah. cause, cause sometimes you just don't need like you know you just need to not have someone screaming directly into your ears
2: and this has been Apocalypse Now your <laughs> parenting tip show Mm. <laughs> Where you call in and you tell us about the difficulty you're having with your children. No, we're not gonna do that stalk. either.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Oh, speaking of difficulties with children, oh, yeah. then then uh, what's her butt and Eric are like hanging out.
2: <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> Abby Yes,
1: I couldn't remember either. But yeah, so Abby Abby uh and Eric on accident find uh a secret room in a secret chest in the attic or in the, in the garage of, and Dan's got all sorts of money and um, drugs and, and
2: guns and
0: really bugs me because mm. they drop something. It goes underneath. So she's sitting there trying to get it out with the little stick, which finds the door. Well, help me move this. And then they move the whole shelving. Then why didn't they move it in the first place? To because get the that's thing not, underneath. You
1: no, know, I understand why they wouldn't have done that. Because when you mm. when you drop something, like, you're just not, you don't immediately go to, like, well, let's move this shoulder, shoulder. Because it's like, on wheels. I've never done that. I've never, whenever I drop something, I mean, you can't tell me that every time you drop something, it's rolled into something, you're like, let me just move this out of the way so it'll be
2: easier. But if it's
0: on wheels.
2: no, uh, It didn't bother me at all. It did. <laughs> it, I was, because they'd also, at this point, they'd taken them with the flashbangs and they'd buried it in the, in the garden with the hope that it would go off and embarrass Dan because Dan was mocking uh, Eric earlier and it is I mean these these two are just adorable they yes. are just the cutest damn things and you could give me an entire show just about this awkward relationship between is, these
1: two he is
2: massively in love with her and or at least at least high school male lust uh, which is Pretty indistinct. Indis- you know, it's hard to tell the two apart. They're almost indistinguishable from each other, as I recall, <laughs> vaguely all those years ago. But she, on the other hand, is slowly being charmed by him. Oh
1: yes, and you can
2: uh, definitely tell. As much as she, because of course, you know, last episode he tried to kiss her. Or actually, he did kiss her, mm-hmm. and she reacted poorly. In shock. In shock. Yeah, and not, not yeah light, I have had that incident happen when I
0: was in high school and it's just like that. Oh, yeah. No, we're just not going to talk about this. Let's go. Bye. And now they're
2: at the point where they want to talk about it and they don't want to talk about it and they kind of want to forget it ever happened. Yeah, at the same time he would really like to not forget that. <laughs> so, so they bury the flashbang hoping that it's going to make uh, Dan squeal because he mocks the noises that <laughs> Eric makes when Eric is surprised. And Eric kind of Makes a little barky, yes. squealy noise. A
1: teenage boy noise. Yeah, not even a geeky. Te- like if you were a normal teenage boy and n- you make that noise, voice has
0: dropped. <laughs> yeah. So, uh,
1: <laughs> so they they bury the flash grenade and they steal a thousand dollars of drug money to go buy uh, Kevin Bacon's hat from Tremors. Which honestly, how Kevin Baker's mm-hmm. Kevin... actually reverse that? They they steal the ha- they steal the money and go buy the hat and then they bury the flash coin.
2: So Joel goes over to confront
1: Dan, saying, "I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm not going to kill for you anymore. If you're just having dudes kill, you know, killing dudes you don't like
0: because they're banging your wife." And he's yeah. had a
2: great bonding moment with Sheila, where he has. They've talked about the fact that. Um, working together they were completely a mess and this was not at all the way they wanted it to be they, they want to do this stuff together they want it needs to be yeah. a team they need to be they need to fail miserably together <laughs>
1: right and so that's why he went over to confront dan to say we're not doing this anymore and then dan's like all right well i'm just gonna arrest your wife because she helped you sp- you know cover up the first murder so i'm gonna i'm gonna arrest your wife just for the fun of it. <laughs> so, Joel kills him with a shovel. And let's, let's, show of hands, who was just kind of waiting, waiting for Joel to, like, kill somebody, just to, like, do it? I kind of expected this. I,
2: I've been expecting this was coming. Now, seeing that this is, in fact, an audio medium, where no one can actually see us raise hands. I did. Yes. <laughs> Dustin did, in fact, raise his hands. Um,. I believe that you and I are both aware that this is an audio medium that the audience can't in fact see us, so there was no hand raising. Yes. Justin, on the other hand, is a very visual person, and, yeah, yeah, um, sometimes we'll make faces that you can't hear right at home and uh <laughs> I like it he, he like does it. he it's does fun. <laughs> so Joel has now killed Dan and move on to the next episode, which is Stranger just inconsiderate, and they take Dan Joel takes Dan next door back home to the bot to uh. Point out to Sheila. Well, like you you know, Oh God! <laughs> so <laughs> Sheila's next door neighbor, um, who's just had the baby,
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh, is coming. Is over there that morning, and she is being, she's complaining about how awful it is at work since they just changed their keyboards. Mm-hmm. And
0: I understand that. I understand how that is. They did that at my work, and the backspace key went from the full size to this tiny little thing. So oh. I've stopped using it.
1: Oh, no, no. So you just use your mouse to go like where you need to be. Oh and... no,
0: I leave the typos in there.
1: Oh, there you go. That's that's that is that is super passive aggressive.
0: I work for the government.
1: Oh,
2: it's not really passive aggressive. That's just aggressive.
1: Well, we we switched about a year <laughs> so ago. to that. <laughs> about a year ago from PCs to Macs at my yeah. office, and that was like I couldn't. I just it was very difficult anywho so uh so there's a little sniping back and forth about the fact that they they converted the garage into a home office okay wait
2: we have to talk about the fence <laughs> oh right yeah we have to talk about the fact is well, so while Sheila is in there talking to her neighbor there is again one of those cameras over here and what's going on in the foreground is the mm-hmm. conversation the background is what's happening that is hysterical and you see the fence and then you see Dan's body I got to give the people who did the puppet, yeah. the body credit because this body flops beautifully. <laughs> I mean, this is, these are phrases you don't often get to say.
1: I, I the corpse
2: show. flops beautifully. Yes. but that really oh, the arm goes over and the head and he drops over the thing and the body hits it just the right way, Then it's comedy gold. <laughs> yes, it's <was> very funny. <laughs> when when you have to do when you have to do a comedy about dead people. <laughs> And things with their corpses. This is what you want to go with. (laughs) And Sheila's just like, oh, shit.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I like it when the kites go that way, that way, that way. And, of course, you guys can't see that because this is audio.
1: See, I didn't do it this time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But if you I'm just over
1: here minding my own business, (laughs) scrolling through a sex app. and, And, you know. So, you know.
2: Every other Sunday. Um,
1: (laughs) So, yeah. So, now we have Dan's dead body. Dan
2: is just a thorn in the side of this family. Well, they figure out that the best place to put him is in the upstairs bathroom, which... Because...
0: Abby. Abby, Abby damn it. Like...
2: (laughs) she <laughs> wanted to call her liz is
1: that the name of the girl is that the actress is named liz
2: i will find out but anyway um she never goes in that bathroom because the last time she did there was sex happening in it and, uh between mom and dad and i've every everyone who has ever been a child of parents um who has heard the noises seen the sights mm-hmm. um I came home from work once <laughs> when I was in college. I had come home for the summer. I was working in the restaurant business, and it was 2 o'clock in the morning, and I came home, and the vent to my room downstairs and the vent to my parents' bedroom were about a floor width away. Oh. <laughs> and I didn't know what I was listening to for a minute. <laughs> and then I did. <laughs> and I had to go for a walk. <laughs> And I'm a, i am was a grown human today yeah. at that point. Like, and you're going and you're on? <laughs> down the street as fast as you could, <laughs> no, I, I put on shoes.
1: <laughs> well,
2: kind of when I was I
1: when I was a kid, the only bathroom, <laughs> uh, in the house. We we moved from a nice finished furnished house, like <laughs> a good house, a, American built, you know, home with people and rooms and doors into a house that we were going to build our dream house. Mm-hmm. By the way, uh I was 25 when that house finally got finished just as a, <laughs> as a footnote. Um but for about a year my family lived in it where we didn't actually have any walls. My parents had the only room with walls. Also, the only room with a bathroom in it. Oh, no. So on one Saturday morning, I had to go to the bathroom, and I got up, and I thought I could sneak in while they were asleep
2: mm-hmm. and
1: go to the bathroom. They was not asleep. <laughs> mm. They just wasn't. We, we got another bathroom installed that week. <laughs> so, <laughs> they finally finished the, bath, the other bathroom that
0: I week. I feel installed. like I missed out on something. I'm no,
2: like, no, you didn't. Wait, you, you, we've told our stories. Now you have to tell yours.
0: Well, I've never walked in on my parents, but my mom has openly told me about what she and my dad have done.
2: (laughs) Oh, see, that's... She
0: asked for advice. See,
1: see? you (laughs) have to be careful. Like, you never want to become too good of friends with your parents. Too late. To where they tell you the story of how you were conceived, you know, at a biker New Year's Eve party while they were both experimenting on drugs and the rest of the bikers were like trying to break in so they could scare them
0: nice
2: yeah i don't have one of those stories my parents would never talk about that i found, was never conceived you were found the cabbage patch i was <laughs> brutal lab just like every other good person um <laughs> so any any event back to the show uh
0: and this is on Apocalypse
1: Now on the Birds and the Bees. I know. <laughs> Send your queries to Jason Hunt. At... Uh, uh,
2: so, so Joel starts freaking out just a little bit. Yes, because now he got to dispose of this body. But Joel also has just finally killed his first person, mm-hmm. and he's dealing with it. I'm not. He's not dealing with it
1: well he's having but i wouldn't say he's dealing with it badly like he's not like he's not having the telltale heart moment he's having the isn't life beautiful like we get to do this every day kind of moment
2: which is very odd to everyone around him because it's happening at very inopportune times Mm -hmm. (laughs) like when the police well, first, when <laughs> Sheila is trying to
1: pour ice on the dead body in the tub, mm. and he notices how beautiful the light plays on the wall, <laughs> casts a rainbow, and like he likes, he likes being in this bathroom. Oh
0: wait! Before when they were moving him into the bathroom, right. they were outside. It was coffee.
1: Oh yeah, coffee. They I were
0: lifting him up. Smell,
1: this coffee smells coffee. Smells amazing. It's from a bean. We drink a bean. Sheila's not oh, even God. having it anymore. <clears throat> so anyway, Joel's doing that for the rest of the episode at weird moments. He cries
2: over a picture of Hawaii. Again, at a very inopportune time.
0: With all the sheriffs. Yes. Mm-hmm. That in another lifetime would have been
2: cowboys. But yeah, so... Which is actually not
1: true because the Old West as we see it in movies is a myth. So,
2: you know... Yes, but he, this, is, this is set in California where myth is reality. No, That's true. That. Anyway, that is true. So, with Dan having disappeared, uh, and him being a sheriff's deputy... The sheriffs are looking for him. Right. And Wendy, from The Middleman, who is uh, amazing and wonderful. Mm-hmm. And amazing and wonderful here as well, in a much more subtle way. <laughs> but, God, I miss The Middleman. That was such a great show. It was a good show, and uh, because American audiences are terrible, it was only lasted a season.
1: Well, uh, and TBS also. Okay, that TBS is well. TBS
2: was not. But the middleman needs to come back because that is amazing and wonderful. But anyway, I've, we haven't seen this actress in a while, and it's always great to see her. She's very funny. So, but she is the partner, the partner Dan's yeah, partner, who clearly has a thing for Dan's wife. Yes. Like a take her off and romance her in all the ways, which
1: is I'm sure how we're gonna ha- we're gonna
2: have another sheriff's deputy living next door. Oh, of course, of course we will. It's uh, it's
0: she's partners for the whole family. Of course, right.
2: So she's over talking, but she did say the four of us went to Hawaii.
0: Well, they got the kid.
2: That's true. So she mm. ends up talking to Joel and Sheila about Dan missing. Right. And it is awkward, and this is awkward as you'd expect it to be, right? Well, uh, that's when Abby picks to come home, and she happens to run upstairs and use the the bathroom <laughs> to go. No, she uses some ibuprofen. She has a headache, right? And, and so she runs upstairs, and in the middle of this, it's like
0: holy fucking Christ!
2: Because
0: <laughs> <laughs> they're praying downstairs,
2: right? <laughs> of course
1: they are. Yes, because <laughs> they yell out into the they yell into the. I just go, we're praying. Yeah, right. In the kitchen with the (laughs) sheriff.
2: (laughs) So she's found the body. Mm -hmm. And as we've established over several episodes now, Mm -hmm. she's very annoyed that her parents are not including her. She's aware of what mom has become. Right. She feels like she's being left out of the other decisions and weirdness that is going on because, quite understandably, her parents are trying to protect her. But the Mm -hmm. situation is a little odd. What with mom being the dead thing that eats people. I ghoul. Yes. So, uh, they go upstairs. (laughs) And they find her there. And she chews them out for, you know, not letting her be a part of this. And they're like, well, okay, maybe. And then she goes over to tell Eric Eric, that he doesn't have to worry about Dan coming to beat him up after the flashbang thing. So he's dead. So he's dead. The dead thing is going to get in the way. And that's when they go over to the neighbor's house again and find that all the police are there. All the sheriffs Mm -hmm. are there. And this, of course, is where uh, Joel starts crying over the picture of the beach. Mm -hmm. And it kind of triggers... You know, Sheila finally sees that he's just kind of coming apart here. and He's having a real issue. I broke you. Then they find out that they're going to actually have sniffer dogs come over Uh to try and find out. And, of course... (laughs) Dogs! (laughs) Dogs!
0: <laughs> Stop
2: myself. <laughs> Why? on this podcast. Yeah, you can swear on this podcast. I, I'll, I'll bleep out the parts of, that uh, <laughs> that absolutely will not pass muster, but most of the other ones, certain words have come, have slipped by uh, and been gone out there to be listened to. Um, oh, no, that's not what I wanted. <laughs> Dustin, sex apps. This spins on Pocalypse Now, where Dustin reviews the latest sex apps for your... Colonel Pleasures. Anyway, and this is I could for We're not doing that. <laughs> On the list of things we're not doing, that's just one more. Uh, so the problem is, is that they can't get Dan's body out. They go right. to get they go to get a trunk, which Dan promptly falls through. Um, <laughs> they uh, he's letting out gases, which dead women wouldn't do. Oh, human bodies do all the time when they die. Sorry, mm-hmm. ladies, <laughs> when you two begin to. Uh, uh, well, when you die, it's, it's, yes. it's just one it's, of those things that it's happens. How Sorry, it happens. in the end, we're all just meat. Um, <laughs> so, because the dogs are coming, Sheila decides that she's going to have to just eat the whole body. And well, she,
0: the neighbor, comes over first. And oh yeah, <laughs> they're trying to keep the uh, body from being found by the uh, Santa Monica Petey neighbor. Mm-hmm. Don't mm-hmm. remember his name. What were you guys doing? You guys are out of breath. We were My fighting, opinion, having sex. We were having sex and fighting. He did a move.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Which, of course, he really wants to know what that move was. <laughs> you can't handle the move. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. I got to tell you, the, one of the best things about this show is the rapid fire dialogue where someone will say something and the next person will be on it, like, immediately. Uh, Abby is really, really good at that you know as soon as <laughs> absolutely a uh, positively as soon as eric says something you know abby's like response time is like that long
1: and you remember he... dan futterman he was in a he's a character actor he's in a, just a ton of stuff see okay the middleman
0: uh-huh. led
1: me to to dan keisler who uh-huh. played the middleman yeah right and as i was scrolling through shirtless images of him Dan Flutterman popped up, and he was actually on just everything in, like, the mid to late 90s, uh, and so now I don't know. I, show
2: me a picture. Yes. This guy.
1: Not this guy. This guy. Oh, yeah. Sure. Uh-huh. Yeah.
2: Yeah, you'd, yeah you'd, he's good. You could show it to her, too. Oh, sorry. Not that guy. That guy.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Was, okay.
1: So, you know...
2: Apocalypse Now, where your 1980s TV actors are... 1990s,
0: mm, Maybe 80s for you. 1990s, for
2: 1980s, early 2000s. Pick an actor who you haven't seen in a while. Odds <laughs> are, Dustin knows where the shirtless pictures are. Uh, anyway. <laughs> so, Sheila... Dude,
1: dude Dan a, Futterman... <laughs> Dan Kiesler played a gay couple in something. Oh my gosh. I I, I what is this? Where has my
2: life been? <laughs> <laughs> I I don't even know. I, I'm, anyway <laughs> while Dustin is attempting to figure out what's become of his life, aside from, you know, the children. Mm. Yeah. Um <laughs> Huh. Sheila's trying to eat all of Dan. It's not going well because Dan is an incredibly hairy human being. She
0: She does pop up a hairball. Oh,
2: that's nice. That was hilarious. And then Joel comes in, and the next thing we see is they're they're, they're having a moment (laughs) together where he's basically shaving Dan's corpse. While she's eating. And he says, she goes, you're really good at this. I just think it's a really long face with toes. (laughs) And... For whatever reason, I laughed at that for like five minutes.
0: This is true. And
2: I just kept giggling. Oh my god, this show. And then you repeated it <laughs> after you were finished laughing. No. And that's just what this show does. It it hits you with those little lines, and they're so deadpan and so just matter of fact, and they're just so funny. The writers on this show did a really, really good job with capturing those characters. And again, it's that dialogue where everything's just so rapid fire. That some of this stuff is easy to miss. It just goes by so quick because it's just they're not waiting on the audience to get the joke. They're just saying, "Here are the jokes. You're going to get half of them, if you know, three quarters if you're lucky, and we'll be satisfied if you get, you know, three quarters (laughs) of the jokes." Um, So it goes moderately poorly. She gets like arms and legs and groinal area because he's basically from like his his navel up at this point. I was momentarily because Joel goes in and he's having this conversation with the cup body going, you know, life's weird. And, you know I had that moment too. <laughs> Where well, it was pretty for a sec two things, it was either really two things. Whether he was going to reanimate mm-hmm. or it was just Joel gonna be having a hallucination. Yeah. And his eyes were gonna open and he was gonna give him advice. <laughs> and it was gonna be very, very strange. But it didn't happen. It's just a body in the in in the in the tub. So it doesn't work. She can only eat so much. And the dogs are coming.
0: She's become her father. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like
2: buttoning a button sitting there. Burping. <laughs> <laughs> so the plan was was that they were going to take Abby to the beach. So it's going to be a family outing. And so they decided they're going to go to the beach. Mm-hmm. All four of them. Of course. The, yeah.
0: <laughs> Three and a half. It's the nuclear
2: family. Yeah. Because you take a big cooler. Mm-hmm. And Dan's in the Cooler. Um, dripping a little bit, but you know, I would have lined it with plastic. You know, you know, they just don't think of these things, and it's yeah, in you know, fact, to bite them periodically. But they also find that uh, Abby has taken a flashlight. Abby and Eric have taken a flashlight, and put it in the in the little space where Dan had all of his illegal things, whether it's drugs and guns and money. And um, as the police are looking around the house, they find it. And they also find Mary's figure. Nathan Fillion. And what's left of Nathan Fillion, anyway. (laughs) And, you know, hey, it looks like uh, they're blaming it on Dan. And, of course, all the stuff that came out about Loki and um, just all the different things that basically take a lot of pressure off everyone involved here who we're on the side of. So, Sheila and Joel are, uh, like, the, the weight has been lifted. Eric doesn't have his terrible stepfather mm. around. It'd be terrible, too. Uh, Abby is... Re-
0: <laughs> he did tell him to suck it Oh, ass.
2: God. <laughs> and
0: Abby was like, well, that'd be the third weirdest thing I've seen in this bathtub. <laughs>
2: uh, it's... So, everybody, mm-hmm. things are going quite things a bit are, better.
1: Yeah, things are looking up for our our family.
2: So she lives in the bathtub taking a well-deserved bath. Mm-hmm. This, of course, is the bath where the body was. Mm-hmm. So when she comes across a piece of a toe... I she, really need to
0: get better at this.
2: Which is a fairly logical assumption considering how not good at disposing of bodies right. she and Joel are. There's only one small problem. It's not Dan's toe. No.
0: It's, it's hers.
2: And we're reminded once again that... She's dead. Yeah. Things, things fall apart. <laughs> Well, we were kind of wondering if she was going to start uh, start decomposing at some point. Yeah, so we think we have our answer. And we'll get more information, I'm sure, next week when we are back with the final three episodes of this first season of Santa Clarita Diet. I'm just, I'm just really mm-hmm. amused by this show. This is so much fun. And then we've got Preacher.
1: Which is also very funny in its right. own way. And it's going to be a nice... Uh, are you going to stick around for Preacher, Mindy?
0: how many seasons in are we this
2: is the second second. season oh i can
0: binge that
2: yeah yeah and it's wicked funny and super violent and 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 also full of hot dudes that i like to google he does yes although your favorite character last season was not a hot dude no jackie or haley is not a hot dude (laughs) but he was so bloody awesome last season uh it's a great show we're looking forward to that coming back as well well, we hope that you have enjoyed listening to us tonight and our frequent digressions and our <laughs> variant shows where we do all, cover all sorts of other things, which those will be coming for you next year on the new All Zompocalypse All The Time channel. <laughs> uh, no, we're not doing that either. Next week,
1: we are going to be at Planet Comic Con. That's right. In Kansas, Kansas City, Planet Comic Con, uh, doing all sorts of special amazingness.
2: We will be live streaming from uh, Planet Comic Con sci-fi for me.com. You can find it also on the Planet Comic-Con YouTube channel, our YouTube channel, and TV24. 20,
0: channel twenty five.
2: Channel, channel twenty five, thank you. Uh we will uh Zoompocalypse now, we will actually have a panel out there. Dustin, this will be the third year that we've done mm-hmm. this. And we've had and you are fourth a, because because Oh that's right. There was the year that you that was not uh, yeah last year. you, should, you yeah. should come play with us on that panel this this time. Okay. Uh, so basically if you're if you happen to be in Kansas City or are coming into Kansas City for Planet Comic Con Apocalypse Now will have its own panel. Dustin and I have talked about the show. We've talked about what we've liked about Walking Dead shows, the other shows we've been reviewing. Mm-hmm. We've been very, very honest about how we felt about and Fear of the Walking Dead. really a
1: great time because it's not necessarily a panel discussion as much as it is uh, a group discussion among the audience because we don't just sit up there and like answer questions or give right. our opinion. We talk to the audience about what they kind of want to talk about, about those shows.
2: And it's actually been very successful. We've been very pleased with it. And the fact that... They've asked us back
1: four years in a row. I know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll
2: take it. But we're also going to be doing interviews out there. We're going to be doing, again, live streaming. I'll it's, be stalking Catherine Tate. It's entirely possible that Dustin will be taken away from in, by, the, by the authorities I'm for stalking money, Catherine Tate. I'm saving money, don't Fill you mm-hmm. out. That's right. We, got, we, we, we will... Wait a minute. I hope you got enough money because I don't have anyway, anyway <laughs> um, in any event thank you for listening folks we'll be back next week with Boards on Pocalypse Now you can find us out at, uh, this comes out on Tuesdays by the way we drop yeah. this episode on Tuesdays so you've got plenty of time to listen to that and come to Planet Comic Con we uh, would love it if you would actually rate us and leave a comment whether it's podcast.com or iTunes or any of the other places that you find us because we're all over the place as it happens um, we'd love to hear what you think So thank you for listening, folks. We'll be back next week. Thank you, Dustin. Thank you, Tim. Thank you, Mindy. Thank you. We'll see you guys later. This has been a presentation of HorrorForMe.com. Copyright
0: 2017 by Flaming Dog Media, LLC. All rights reserved. No portion of this program may be retransmitted without the express written consent of Flaming Dog Media. You're listening to Horror For (laughs) Me Radio.